Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you have the opportunity to listen to this podcast, it's John Gatier here once again. And today I want to share with you uh, the real root cause of anything that we consider a problem that we experience. And I would say that the root cause of most of humanity's problem is the mind. Uh, it's just about over one year now uh, since I spent 10 days in total silence. Uh, to give you an indication of what that meant, it meant no phones, no computer, no writing, no book, nothing. Complete, total silence, uh, no speaking at all. Um, and uh, I was meditating for eight hours. And uh, it's truly amazing when we become still, when we have no thought at all, what we discover about our true self. Now, I must say that those 10 days, it truly dawned on me. Uh, in a very peculiar way, that the root problem of all problems is the mind itself. For us to grasp this, we must first understand what the mind is. And unless we understand the nature of the mind, we will not be able to solve any problems in our lives. We may try hard, but if we try to solve a single problem, individual problem, we are bound to fail. This is absolutely certain. Because, in fact, no individual problem exists. Mind is the only problem. If you solve this problem or that, it really does not help because the root remains untouched. It is like cutting branches of a tree, pruning the leaves and not uprooting it. New leaves will come. New branches will sprout, even more than before. Pruning helps the tree to become thicker. Same with trying to solve the problem without going to the root cause. You do so much hard work trying to, see, to solve this problem and that. And <laughs> they go on growing, increasing one after the other. Even if one problem is solved, suddenly 10 problems take its place. Do not try to solve the individual problems. Those are only the symptoms. The root cause is the mind. Remember, the visible is never the root. The root always remains invisible. It's always hidden. Never fight with the visible. Otherwise, you will actually be fighting shadows. Now, during those 10 days of silence, there were many insights about the mind that I either learned or was reaffirmed. Now, let me share three of those with you today. Number one, if you watch you will never come across any entity like mind. It is not a thing. It is a process. It's like a crowd. Thousands of people standing in a crowd. But, there is, but is there anything like a crowd, if we really think through? You cannot find a crowd. Rather, you find individuals standing in a crowd. Individual thoughts as well do exist. But they move so fast that you cannot see the gaps between the thoughts. When you get silent, when you look deep enough, you will suddenly see one thought, another thought, and another thought. No mind, just thoughts. If you watch long enough, you will notice that the intervals between the thoughts are longer and longer. The deeper you go, the longer the gaps between the thoughts. In those gaps, the truth knocks at your door. You get inspired. The second insight 
Thoughts exist separate from me. I am not my thoughts. Thoughts are not one with my true nature. They come and go and I remain. I'm like the sky. The sky never comes and never goes. It's always there. It's always ever blue. Clouds, on the other hand, come and go. They are not eternal. Even if you try to cling to a thought, you cannot retain it for long. Thoughts are not mine. They come and go. They are like visitors, guests, but they are not the host. Watch carefully. Thoughts as guests are good, but if they become the host, they are, then they are a mess. <laughs> Do not become identified with thoughts. A good host treats guests in the same way, without making any distinctions of a good or a bad guest. In the same way, do not get identified with the thoughts. A bad thought comes and treat it the same way you'd treat a good thought. Because once you make a distinction of a good or a bad thought, what essentially you're doing is to bring the good thought nearer to you, to yourself, and pushing the bad thought away. Sooner or later, you become identified with a good thought. The thought becomes a host instead of a guest, and this causes suffering. You start judging, judging other people, judging situations, and this will create suffering. The third insight, no thought is mine. They always come from without, and I am just a passage. Yet, we go on thinking that certain thoughts are ours. Not only do we fight for our thoughts, not only that, but we also fight for our thoughts. We discuss, we argue, trying to prove that this thought is mine, that thought is not mine. No thought is original, and that's the truth. Thoughts are things. They are forces, but they don't belong to you or me. The whole universe is filled with thoughts and things. Things are the physical part of thoughts, and thoughts are the mental part of things. Because of this fact, many miracles happen because we are able to use thoughts to create, because thoughts are things. This is why blessings are useful and helpful. Since thoughts are things, so be careful about them. Handle them with care. If you are both careful, if you're not careful, you can both create misery for yourself and for others. So let us be really mindful of these wonderful, wonderful aspects of the mind and how we can create the good that we desire and not create misery for ourselves and for others. Because truly, ignorance is the cause of humanity's suffering. Let us not be ignorant. Let us acquire knowledge and apply the knowledge because application of knowledge is the key to really transforming ourselves. Have a lovely time and be watchful of your thoughts. Thank you very much.